This is Zen English Podcast, brought to you by Big English Productions. I'm Dave, and this is another episode of Dave Comments on Class Notes. These notes and the language that we find here today have been brought up in a series of classes dealing with the subject of philosophy. Do you ever read any philosophy? Obviously, philosophy can deal with high-level language but I recommend dealing with it, working with it, reading it, consuming it to expand and extend your thoughts, your perspectives, as well as your language. Of course, you're not going to understand everything, but even if you understood every single piece of vocabulary, chances are that the ideas and content would still be hard to grasp. That means hard to understand. As we've talked about so many times in this podcast, it's important to lower your expectations. Remember that you're having fun with your language and your mind. Try to grasp what you can. Again, that means understand what you can. And leave it at that. Be satisfied with exposing yourself to different ideas, new language, and reinforcing a lot of vocabulary, expressions, syntax, and grammar that is already living as a seed in your new English soul. Let's get on with the language and vocabulary and expressions that have come up in my English classes. Again, dealing with philosophy. To fulfill, fulfill, this is a wonderful verb. To carry out is what it means. It means to satisfy, to complete. You can fulfill a promise. You can fulfill a prophecy. They fulfilled the requirements and were able to enroll in the university. The noun for fulfill is fulfillment, and you might have a sense of fulfillment when they accept you to university. Again, that is like a satisfaction in your heart. Rebuttal. A rebuttal is a noun, to rebut. That means to refute or to go against an argument, to answer an argument. Someone says that the sun does not go around the earth. A person who doesn't believe that will rebut by saying, yes, the sun does go around the earth. Of course, we know that the earth goes around the sun. But if you're going to rebut an argument, you're going to refute it, go against it, make a statement that disagrees. To heighten, to heighten means to increase. If you want to heighten your experience, then try practicing mindfulness. It may give you an increased sensation of being present. Again, to heighten, to increase. Grapple with. To grapple with is to deal with, especially something maybe negative. He was grappling with his problems before he came to a decision that it was time to leave. An endeavor is a task. Practicing mindfulness is a worthwhile endeavor. All of my endeavors were in vain. He still decided to go on that trip, endeavor, to delve into. It's similar to dive into, except we're talking about material. We're going to delve into the subject matter. We're going to delve into the material brought up in the book. Delve, D-E-L-V-E. Again, similar to dive, it even sounds like dive. Your soul, this is that debatable concept, which many people think is your essence, your spirit. Some even say that it is your conscience. Where does your soul live? When I was a boy, they taught me my soul lived right next to my heart. To slay means to kill, and perhaps even to kill in a bloody manner. They slayed the animals before the feast. 
Unfortunately, in today's world, there are many slayings in the street related to slaughter. When you kill an animal for food, you slaughter the animal. And these expressions can be used in sports metaphors. Football team A slaughtered football team B. Insert the name of your favorite football team wherever you like. In regards to can be used exactly like regarding. In regards to your application, you have been accepted. Regarding your application, we are accepting you. Be careful with the structure. Many times students have the tendency to mix the two syntactical structures and it kind of comes out a little funny. It would never be regarding to. It's either in regards to or regarding. Those are individual packages that do not mix. Yesterday, I underwent surgery on my toe. Undergo is the verb there. The past tense is underwent. The past participle would be undergone. To undergo is to go through, to be subjected to a process. You can undergo a surgery, undergo a procedure, undergo an investigation, and many more. Fruitless. This is something that gives you no fruit. Not literal fruit, but a product. My effort was fruitless. He decided to go ahead and drink the beer. Of course, what was I trying to do? I was making an effort to get him to not drink the beer. And he did. So my effort had no product. There was no result. It was fruitless. Fruitless. To fancy. This can be a synonym for to like. I really fancy pizza. Or it could be an invitation. Do you fancy a Coke? It means, would you like to have a Coke? Yes, fancy also does mean elegant in other contexts. Pronunciation, template, template. A template is a pattern or a pre-prepared structure. I used the template to make the circles on the paper. Pronunciation, template. Amid or amidst. Amid means among. Amidst all the people there, there were only two who didn't understand the lecture. Chiefly, primarily, principally, mainly. He chiefly wanted to talk to her. She chiefly wanted to study, but gave in and went to the party anyway. Her chief reason for studying was that she had an exam the next day. So chief can also mean main or primary. Humankind is a synonym for humanity. To get rid of is to delete or to throw away. We need to get rid of all of this excess code. It's not necessary. Another word for disciplined, perhaps a little angry, serious, is stern. She was stern with her students because they were playing and they needed to prepare for their exam. When you have an exam, perhaps you have some sorrow in your heart. Maybe not. Sorrow is extreme sadness. Very, very sad. The sorrow he felt for his lost dog. She had great sorrow when her grandmother passed away. Awkward. Awkward is an emotional equivalent of uncomfortable. You feel uncomfortable in a chair that only has three legs, but you feel awkward when your teacher is talking and she has a booger coming out of her nose. You don't know what to say. I recommend to my students that they go ahead and tell me. Willy-nilly. Random. No order. No pattern. He threw the cards on the table willy-nilly. There was no organization. It was sloppy. Sloppy means disheveled, or unkempt, 
unkempt or disheveled. He was dressed in a sloppy fashion. That means his shirt came out, his socks were uneven, and perhaps a different color. He didn't look good. This is a grammar point as well as a pronunciation issue. Ought to. Ought to is pretty much a synonym of should. You ought to clean your room. You should clean your room. But you're going to hear natives in all parts of the world pronounce this oughta. You oughta clean your room. You oughta study more. You oughta listen to Dave's podcast. Remember to keep the word to only with ought. Ought to. Never should to. A synonym of asking a question is to inquire. When you're investigating something, you're inquiring. I inquired as to the opening hours of the store. To inquire. Resemble means to look like. This resembles a problem that I studied last year. Resemble. And there you have some language that has come up dealing with philosophy. In my classes, while teaching English as a foreign language, check out other podcasts from Zen English Podcast for tips and recommendations and tactics to help you help yourself improve your own English. This has been Zen English Podcast. I'm Dave. Thanks for listening.